so minute. Uh, I am your co-host Rob, and joined by Joe. Hi, everybody. So nice to talk to you today. Um, so so Thursday. This will be our second uh, time doing this. We will continue our choose your own adventure story. Um, to see who survives longer in Tombstone. But until then, this is Tombstone Minute, your minute-by-minute podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute-by-minute. This is Minute 64. And in this minute, Doc passes out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He was tired. He's sleepy. He's, yeah, I don't know if it was sleep that he needed, really. Well, I mean, it couldn't have hurt. When, when I was getting ready for this minute, I was la- laughing pretty hard at his little vest. It like, looks, totally looks like something like the Penguin or the Riddler would wear in like the 60s Batman show. It does. The, I guess he does seem a bit like the Riddler, Doc Holliday. Um, in this minute, oh, we did that. Ugh. So Wyatt tells Virgil to forget it. And then, you know, this little, this, little, this little fight's happened. Tells him to go get some fresh air. So I find this interesting. Wyatt has been telling people what to do lately. Doc, he says we should go to the Crystal Palace. You've been, you've been out for 36 hours. Virgil, he says, calm down. You need to get some fresh air. And for Ike, he tells him to sleep it off. <laughs> um, n- no Liter- one does any of those things. <laughs> literally no one listens to Wyatt. <laughs> oh, for three. Wyatt, on uh, on your recommendations. See, he's been telling Maddie to cool with Laudanum the whole movie. She doesn't, li- so Maddie doesn't listen to him. Nobody listens to Wyatt. Wyatt is like the the friend now who like keeps telling you to watch The Walking Dead still, and you're like, no, nah, I'm not. You just got to listen. The first <laughs> the first eighteen episodes are kind of boring, but if you <laughs> stick with it, it gets really good. This is out, or Doc passes out and starts coughing up blood, but right beforehand. He's, you know, kind of stumbles down. Kate asks if he's okay, and he says that I'm right as the mail? Yeah, mail comes every day, man. Well, not on Sundays. <sighs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Maybe it's right. Sunday. Maybe that's why he passed out. He, yeah, he, forgot, he forgot what day it was. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was still Saturday. No, it's Sunday now. Oh. You've been up so late, it's a new day, and the mail... I guess you're right as a meal. Maybe he's not lying here then. Yeah. Maybe his new thing is like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sleep for 24 hours on Sunday and then stay up the rest of the week. Mm. Get it all in at once. I like that. (laughs) So it's like I'm getting a little over three hours of sleep a night. That's enough for me. Um, So then he gets, he gets picked up. Is it Wyatt and Morgan that pick him up to take him to the hotel? Yeah. Um, Kate is in the background, still just grabbing cash. <laughs> That's my girl. Just, um, just putting all that cash. And essentially, for the last half of this of this minute and the first half of the next minute, it's all one shot, one take, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So we kind of see like a lot of the Oriental. Um, Ike, did perhaps. You any, did you see might any be snacks? Showing a, <laughs> did what's see, that? Did you see any snacks? I did not. Did you? Okay, no, I didn't see any either, but I'm still looking. Uh, Ike is still waiting to meet his good friend Mike so they can start their own snacks. <laughs> and sell them at Candy Bob's. Okay, so Ike seems like he shows not, a little I'm bit I'm of... not going to humor you. I'm not indulging I know. this. Everyone else enjoys it, I'm <laughs> certain. 
<laughs> all your friends on the bus. <laughs> so Ike says, what's wrong with them? And you think maybe there's a moment where Ike maybe is showing some compassion. He's just seen <laughs> Doc Holliday, you know, sort of pass out and cough up blood. And Milt, who shows no compassion, just goes longer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ike says, which on repeated viewings in future Huckleberry Rob also is one who keyed me on this line years ago. Ike has one of my favorite lines of this movie when he says, yeah, well, I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> he just shouts it out. He just shouts it out the door. Like, I mean, think of this. A man just passed out, coughed up blood, got carried out of the establishment, and his reaction is to yell out the door, yeah, well, I hope you die. Yeah, That's why okay. Ike continues to climb the Tombstone Power his, he is such He's such a simpleton. <laughs> he's great. Um, so he walks up to uh, Milt, who, you know, has been cool this whole time. And uh, as this sort of ends, he talks about being cheated. And uh, Milt tells him no one cheated him. But, uh, we'll but leave hold it at on. That. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the great moment comes the next minute. We'll leave it at that. I do want to point out one thing, see if you noticed. Did you notice the guy who's been there the entire time at the empty dealer table? Yeah, just so sad. <laughs> he just doesn't react to anything. He's just sitting there like, why won't this anyone play with entire... me? <laughs> I, do, you, do you feel that, you know, we, we've gone to casinos from time to time. Um, do you ever see the empty dealer, like the dealer with no one there? And is there a party that's like, oh... Maybe I should go to that table. Yeah, or like when you see someone go up to like kind of read the rules of the game that they're like dealing one of those weird games where you know the average person doesn't know the rules, and if it's a weird game, you know it's a soccer game too. And they walk yes. up like they're kind of looking at the odds and the rules, and then the dealer's just staring at them. Then they're like, "Oh, this game looks dumb," and they walk away, and the dealer's like, oh, "There we go again." Yeah, he thought you know for sure like his whole hope was that this poker game would break up, but a couple guys wouldn't be tired yet. Yeah, and then they just go and play Pharaoh or whatever that guy was dealing. I'm assuming it was Pharaoh. I, yeah, I, I'm not. We're, I'm not sure. I I only one time have I gone to one of those tables that's weird, like you know, like those weird blackjack tables, and I didn't yeah. realize it until I started playing. But then the Midwestern part of me came through, and I played a few hands because I didn't want to be rude. Yeah, like, oh, oh, this is a game only idiots would play because it has a massive house edge. Yep. Well, I don't want to get up. That wouldn't be polite. <laughs> I don't want to hurt this man's feelings. Who? Then there's no way his feelings would be hurt. I know. They, so, in I, fact, what he was thinking is like, oh, look at this idiot. <laughs> I think I blew through like $50 and got up. It was like five hands, and I was like, wow, that was. I have no idea what just happened. I just played five straight hands and lost all of them. And I have no idea. I've, I don't even understand what the rules were. Um, yeah, do you have anything else on this minute, Joe? I mean, just I. <laughs> well, I hope you die is so funny. And <laughs> I really want a spinoff movie of Ike. Like just Ike. Like, uh, where should we send him? Um, I actually, like you know, I, I, and, I, and I always talk about, I don't know, I, I made like a point, like I'm not going to reference Deadwood, and I, I think I haven't in like 30 episodes or something like that. 
Yeah. But oh, Ike is just the perfect guy for Al Swearingen to get mad at and yell at all the time, isn't he? He is perfect for that. I would love that. I, the other thing I keep thinking for Ike is he would be like I want I want this idea that Ike has like a like a second cousin who like their family split off into different things. He's got a second cousin who's like a rich uh, like a rich um, academic in in like you know New York City. <laughs> And then they do like the country mouse city mouse thing and they switch for a while and just Ike in the city would be incredible to me. <laughs> Trying to figure out how the subway works. <laughs> uh, how about just Ike today? What if you just yeah. put Ike in 2017 and just watched him just <laughs> He's in he's in Paris trying to figure out how the metro works and like <laughs> Parisians are being super rude to him while he's trying to ask for directions. <laughs> well, I hope you die. I hope you die. Yeah, there should be. That's what the Ike spinoff series should be: is like time traveling Ike. You should dress as Ike when we go to the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> well, I think we need to jump right into what people are waiting for. We're assuming we don't really know. Um, our yeah, I've, I've been anxious because I'm training to do both. So I want to find out. Okay, so I talked to. Uh, I talked to our uh, loyal listener, Rob, who I believe next week will be a Huckleberry. Um, first off, I asked them the most important question, which is, is this even a real book or did you write this? I'm pretty sure you wrote it. The answer is it's a mix. The book, <laughs> the book is called Longhorn Territory, Choose Your Own Adventure number 74 okay. by, Mark, by Mark Newman. It was written in 1987. So... Um, I talked to him about this, and he told me that the third option he put, which is the one that you could do both, um, because the West was fun. Yeah, was one he made up. Oh well, if I would have <laughs> known that. <laughs> Hold on. So here's what happens next for you, Joe. You realize that your visit out west doesn't leave enough time to do everything. How? But you, but you try anyway. I could train as a deputy and ride the Pony Express at the same time. Uncle Matt, I heard that's how the West was fun. Your uncle just looks at you. He wasn't expecting an answer like that. Oh, no. You better be careful saying things like that to folks out here. That might work with some, but I don't think you can do both. You may be more cut out to be a juggler. Either way, though, it's time to make a decision. So, so you have to me back to the start again, and I have to choose between the two. <laughs> yeah, because apparently Rob put the um, how the West was fun as bait for me to fall through because of the pun. <laughs> and you bit. And you you're the, the one. Pun. That wasn't my <laughs> argument for why I picked it. How the West was fun. There's not. There's how many waking hours in the day, and I need to learn how to ride a horse, navigate, right, well. and use a gun. No matter make, which job I pick. Hush. I need you to make a choice. If you choose to train as a deputy, we move forward on that one. If you choose to go to the Pony Express office in the morning instead, I've got that option. Which one would you like to do? Man. Uh, I will. I'll be a deputy. Okay. So you and and I that's both what you did. picked too, right? Yep. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't actually really remember what you picked because I don't really listen to what you so say. Here we go. Well, you were wise. Um, you accept Matt's offer of training. Now you have to prove to your uncle that you can handle the job. 
For two weeks, you practice this craft. You spend hours riding a horse and shooting all kinds of guns. He gives you dozens of practical tips on everything from desert survival to tracking. At night, you pour over law books, trying to learn everything you can. Finally, the moment of decision comes. Matt looks at you. A gun breaks out. A grin breaks out across his face. You will be a good deputy, he says. It's the happiest day of your life. Matt gives you what you will need to uphold your duties as deputy, a repeating rifle, a pistol, and a horse. He also hands you a deputy's badge and solemnly swears you in as a lawman. You have the duty to protect all the citizens in the area. Always be courteous and fair. It's now your job to enforce the law. Good luck. Two weeks and four days have passed since Matt decided you are ready to wear the deputy's badge. Since then, you've done all the small duties that come with the job, like patrolling the town and cleaning the jail, but nothing has disturbed the peace. You are getting bored. <laughs> After lunch, Matt says, I'm going to check on some of the outlying ranches tomorrow. Do you want to come? Just a routine check, but it would give you a chance to see more of the West. If you'd rather, you can stay in town instead and mine the fort. I believe it's my choice first, Joe. Is that correct? You, uh, you chose option three last time. Okay. Good child. Okay, so you can, one, decide it would be fun to go with Matt to the outlying ranches, and two, decide that you want some independence for a change and patrol the town while Matt is away. I'm going to choose option one. I am going to – Matt, my Uncle Matt's been good to me. He trained me. Uh, I'm happy I made this choice. Uh, to be a deputy and you know I think since part of my duty is to um, to protect citizens in the area I should probably get to know more of the area so I'm going to go out to the ranches with my uncle what would you like to do I I feel like the second choice is certain death in a choose your own adventure novel um, okay. like I can just I know if I pick it like someone's going to shoot me but, so are you choosing but one? But I feel like staying behind is the right thing to do because someone needs to stay behind. And I'm assuming that this book will also be old and somewhat racist and that <laughs> Native Americans are going to kill Matt if I let him go by himself. So then I get to be sheriff. Uh, more just for the, the good of our listeners and because it's the right thing to do as a law person, I think I will stay behind even though I feel like it is certain death. So I'm going to take recap. Well, I, I just want to be clear on this, Joe. If it ends up certain death, that was your choice. You don't get to say, like, well, I knew it. I said it was going to be bad. We're finding out who survives longer. This is important. That's, yeah. Uh, man. I'll reread the options. Uh, no, you. no, you don't you need to reread the options. Decide it would be fun to go with Uncle Matt to the outlying ranches. Or two, decide that if that you want some independence for a change and patrol the town while Matt is away. I'm going to patrol the town. Okay. Well, I have no idea what happens next. We'll have to find out next week on our Tombstone Choose Your Own Adventure. Um, do you have anything else before we end this uh, episode? No. I just used up all my mental energy making that very difficult decision. You have to wait, which make a full week to find out what happens. Mm. I will. I'm going to be unable to sleep. Well, hopefully you don't go 36 hours. <laughs> yeah, make a bullet, Doc. 
All right, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 65.